How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is episode number uh, 65, entitled The uh, Bennington Triangle. This will be the last uh, pod episode for this year. Uh, wishing you all a Merry Christmas and a uh, Happy New Year's. Uh, this case is kind of interesting. Um uh, Bennington Triangle uh, is basically an area that surrounds uh, the Glastonbury Mountains of uh, Vermont. Um, it's an area where there was an old logging town. And in about 1937, uh, due to cer- certain um, lumbering regulations, the town's uh, in that area were basically, uh, they just reverted back to ghost towns. And that was about all, all that happened. Um, you know, it's interesting because they have five, uh, major occurrences, uh, or disappearances here between 1945 and 1950. I'm not so sure it's going to be like your Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle. Uh, we have a lot of triangles. We have Bridgewater Triangle, uh, southern Massachusetts. You, you, we just have a lot of triangles going on here, um, none of which I actually believe to be, you know, anything mysterious, happenstantial, maybe mysterious, probably not. Um, so in this case, let's. Uh, there is a book out uh, that has a little bit of a, uh, maybe a chapter or two on it. It's called um, Shadow Child. Um, and it, it kind of describes some of the disappearances and, uh, some folklore, uh, in the general area. Uh, the first, the first disappearance occurred in, uh, 1945. Um, this occurred on, uh, November 12th, 1945, 74 year old, uh, Mitty Rivers disappeared while on a hunting trip. Uh, Mitty Rivers was a, a hunting guide. Uh, and the interesting thing was, they said at the time of the, the disappearance, he had actually been a head of a group that he was, uh, four hunters, um, that he was uh, guiding through um, the mountains in the area. Um, Basically, as he returned, uh, he got way far ahead of him, out of sight, and uh, just seemingly disappeared. Uh, there was no no real evidence discovered. Uh, there was a rifle cartridge that was found in a uh, in a stream in the general area. There was some speculation that the cartridge had maybe fallen out of his pocket. The disappearance had occurred uh, on a long trail. And this is all in Vermont. So, if you go to Vermont, bring some holy water. It basically says that uh, Mitty Rivers was an experienced hunter and fisherman. Well, at 74, you know, there could have been a lot of other outlying problems that we weren't aware of. Do I think this is extremely mysterious? No, not really. Um, 74 years out in the woods... We don't know if he was suffering from any type of medical issues. We don't know if he had mental health issues. Um, 
any type of hidden dementia or something that could have made him uh, just wander off the wander off the beaten path and not return. Uh, I do have questions about they they found a um, a rifle cartridge, but it doesn't say whether it was fired or not. That might be something to look into. But I don't think that's that suspicious, to be honest with you. I think this, the Bennington Triangle, is something that's more of a um, local uh, or an urban legend rather than um, anything else. I mean, the only other thing that this would uh, suggest, if you look at some of the background on the uh, disappearances, it could it could suggest because of the uh, close geographical settings. I mean, it could be, a, um, there's two of these cases that make me think that there might have been some uh, nut job out there killing people. Next one was uh, 1946, December 1st, 1946, uh, Paula Weldon. Um, she was a sophomore at Bennington College. She went out for a, a hike on the Long Trail. Uh, she was actually witnessed by a uh, uh, Ernest Whiteman, he was a uh, employee uh, at Bennington Banner. Uh, she was also seen about 100 yards up the trail by an elderly couple. Uh, they basically reported that she had walked, she was about 100 yards ahead of them, turned the trail, and she disappeared. Well, that could be for any number of reasons. Um, there was a, a reward, $5,000 reward posted from her. The FBI was involved. It says no evidence was ever found, uh, but at that time of the day, it was 50 degrees, and anybody from New England like myself knows that 50 degrees can turn into 9 degrees real fast. Um, it says there were some speculated rumors that she had moved to Canada with a boyfriend. Well, you wouldn't have to go get lost off a, uh, a beaten traff, uh track to, to go somewhere with your boyfriend, or she lived in uh, the mountains, continued to live in the mountains as a recluse. Uh, don't really believe that because <clears throat> the weather, if, if she didn't have a jacket and the weather was nine degrees that night, I'm sure for several weeks after that, the temperature hadn't gone much up. Uh, she wasn't really properly dressed for the outdoors, so... I'm not going to be buying that one as a, I'm not buying either one of those uh, suggestions. Uh, her disappearance did um, did inspire a uh, 1951 novel, uh, Hang Us a Man by Shirley Jackson. Not sure what that means. It should have been hangman, but there's an A in there, and I don't know why that got there, but somebody put it in. Um, 1949. Let me just take a quick look here. Okay, 46, 45, 46, 49. So we had a three-year disappearance between um, the first two. Next was uh, James uh, Tedford. It mentions here, he was, and this one's kind of weird because it really, really kind of, I don't know, I don't know if I would include it exactly in the 
disappearance category of a, of a triangle, but um, he went missing again on December 1st, uh, three years after uh, Paula Welding, uh, disappeared in 49. Uh, it's kind of interesting because what would explain the gap in time with other people not disappearing there? So, uh, he resided at Bankton's soldier's home, so we know he was older. Uh, we don't know what type of, uh, he was a veteran. We don't know if he had, was suffering any type of, uh, medical conditions or anything like that. Not too much said about that. But the interesting thing was, um, he was a, re uh, okay, we know where he was a resident. Uh, he had been visiting, uh, friends in St. Albans. Um, I think was... He was actually on a bus at the time he disappeared, which is kind of, you know, a little weird. Kind of, kind of throws the boogeyman in the woods theory out. Uh, according to witnesses, he got on the bus. He was on the bus up until the last stop in Bennington, <clears throat> somewhere to, between uh, last stop and, and Bennington. Uh, he vanished. His belongings were still. His, his belongings was consisted of a luggage rack. Uh, we're still on the luggage rack. And he had a, a bus schedule on the, on his vacant seat. Uh, do I think this is that suspicious? Again, older person. We don't know what his medical condition is. We don't know what his psychological condition is. Uh, he was a veteran. And if this happened in 49, he would have been a veteran of World War II. We don't know, you know, what that might have... Um, if there was any... Uh, Anything related to that, uh, you know, in all these these cases, the, not so much this case. It really doesn't say there was even a search done in this case. So this case, I'm just going to chalk up as maybe they just threw this one in there to make it sound a little more boogeyman-like than it really is. Because I, you know, I, I an old guy gets off a bus somewhere, and you know, how many times a day here in an inner city, you know, elderly people suffering from things just wander off and disappear and you know, sometimes they're found, sometimes there's not. So, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna, you know, consider this a, a boogeyman story here. Oh, this coffee's hot. Okay, the next one is, uh, that was 49. Next one's a year later. Paul Jepson, another explainable disappearance. Well, not explainable as in disappearance, but it's more explainable than the boogeyman coming out of the woods and grabbing you. Um, this was an eight-year-old uh, boy, Paul Jepson. He disappeared October 12, 1950. He had accompanied his mother in a truck. She left her son unattended while she fed some pigs. Okay, this is interesting. Uh, she returned an hour later. Now, what makes anybody think that an eight-year-old kid is not going to get out of the truck and start wandering around? I mean, that's just... that. That's just, you know... Who knows? Uh, nothing was ever found. He's wearing a bright red jacket. Similar to the Dennis Martin uh, disappearance in 69. Um, bright red clothes. He was basically never found. Um, according to some sources, dogs were able to track the boy to a local highway, a highway where uh, according to local legend, four years earlier, uh, Paula Weldon had disappeared. Well, 
Paula Walden is more, I would believe, a, an abduction or a homicide rather than a um, rather than being, you know, scooped up by aliens or anything like that. But uh, the fifth one here is also a little bit questionable. Um, it occurred 16 days after Jepson had vanished. Uh, this was on October 28th of 1950. Frieda Langer, 53, and her cousin, uh, Herb Essler, uh, left the family campsite near the uh, Somerset Reservoir to, to go hiking. During the hike, Langer slipped and fell into a stream. Uh, she told her, her cousin uh, she was going to go back to the camp. She didn't return. The cousin went back to the camp. Uh, it was discovered that um, Langer never never made it to the camp. Uh, over two weeks, uh, <clears throat> five searches were conducted involving aircraft, helicopters, and 300 searches. No trace of her was ever found. However, okay, so that's that's a, the boogeyman side of it. But <clears throat> this is why I'm saying this this one is this was definitely a uh, somebody. This was definitely a serial killer here, um, which is probably more likely with her in the Weldon case. Uh, March uh, 12th of 1951, her body was found three and a half miles from the camp at Somerset Reservoir, or in the reservoir. Um, I'm just trying to make sure I got this right. Yeah, they're calling this part of the, uh, the, the east branch is a tributary, which is the Deerfield River. So, um, several months later, uh, no cause was determined because of the remains of her body. Uh, Langer was la the last person to uh, disappear and the only one whose body was found. Um, again, I would, you know, we have uh, two, two females um, most likely in abduction cases, it's males. So I'm thinking if there's any possibility between Weldon, uh, the Jepson boy, and the um, let me see, and Langer, if if there was any type of serial killers going on, it was probably they were probably victims. The, the two other people were older. Um, one didn't even disappear in the woods. One disappeared off a city bus. The other one, like I said, you know, at 74, we don't, we don't know what his uh, status was. So, but in all in all, those were the five people that they have in this Bennington triangle. Um, so what does it tell you when you go out into the woods? Well, especially in areas like New England or in the Southwest where you have vast expanses, um, you never know who or what you're going to run into. Um, out of all seriousness, uh, firearm is a good thing to have. I mean, unless it's an exceptionally populated trail that's used all the time. If you're going out in the, the, the boonies to go walking around out in the stick somewhere. I, yeah, I'd bring a gun. Guns help. Uh, nowadays, cell phones help. I don't know what the service is out there. Um, if it's it's if it's Verizon, just throw your phone into the water because it's not going to work. 
um, you're better off with two two can two tin cans and a, a long string, or throwing a bread out as you walk along the tracks, the trail, so you can find your way back. Um, so this is the last episode of um, for uh, 2021. Uh, it was kind of a very uh, strange year for me, you know. Um, I'm starting to get a little better at the podcast. When I started, it was just a nightmare. Uh, I want to try to do some of the um, the podcasts starting next year uh, with the video. I have to get myself a little more acclimated to the um, the new type of electronical technology because I'm just not good at it. It just kind of sucks. Um, it would be interesting to kind of go over some of the cases that I had previously gone over. Um, just because since time goes by, new information is always coming in. Uh, like with the uh, <clears throat> Roy Weber case, uh, just got a whole bunch of information on that, which is the information itself is um, it's scary. Um you know, I believe that law enforcement at the time was aware of who possibly killed um, Roy Weber. Um, Roy Weber was a male um, prostitute at, uh, in Province, uh, Rhode Island. Um, you know, he was um, obviously addicted. Uh, used to rob everybody of all of their stuff and, you know, had a lot of people that didn't like him. However, he had also been involved with uh, a political figure there. And when I go to the the next Roy Weber uh, episode, I will um, explain that to you. Uh, so until then, 2022's coming in. Hoping that it's a little, little more productive year. Um, this Omicron seems to be scaring the living hell out of everybody um, in my area of Connecticut. You know, the testing uh, stations and the uh, vaccine stations are just every time you go buy one, they're completely, uh, completely uh, filled. You know, so. And you know what, maybe, you know what, maybe, maybe I will do another episode because I'd really like to talk before the end of this year on the, um, the COVID virus itself. I mean, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, speculations, conspiracy theories and, uh, you know, my theory so much isn't a conspiracy theory. It might sound like one. Um, yes, I do do a lot of finger pointing in it, but uh, you know, the fact is, as as of today, we're, we're, uh, the virus has killed about eight hundred thousand people uh, worldwide. Um, statistically, number wise, I don't know. 
I don't know if that's a really high number or not because I know the influenza virus back in the uh, probably part of the 1900s <clears throat> killed over a million. So, but until then, this is Michael C. Bouchard, episode number 65 of the Night Stalker podcast. <laughs>